Hi, and welcome to Medically Assisted CBD with Charlie Pimerini. Hi, and welcome back to episode three. Uh, we're going to continue to move along. And if you are finding value in our podcast, please, please like, share, and subscribe. Uh, later this week, we're going to have, uh, we're going to be interviewing some guests. So we're going to release some uh, podcasts with some guests that we're going to interviewing. Uh, so we're going to just continue to bring value. And hopefully, if you enjoy this, just please like and share. So today, uh, I'd like to talk about a very complex topic, and it's what is the endocannabinoid system? Uh, abbreviated the ECS, I'm sure a lot of people that are uh, coming into the CBD space, hemp, cannabis space are seeing these terms, the endocannabinoid system, the ECS, CB1R, all these things, endocannabinoid. Uh, what are What is it? Uh, and I'm going to try and break it down as, as briefly and as simply as possible here, but it's a very complex system and we're still just learning about it. Uh, relatively new in its discovery in the 1990s uh, as compared to how long have we known about the nervous system, you know, kidneys, lungs, all of these these systems that we've known and studied for hundreds of years and extensive knowledge and extensive publications and clinical knowledge about this. The endocannabinoid system is relatively new, um, but it's only new in discovery. It has been around for, they think, over 500 million years ago is when it developed. Um, it's in all mammals uh, except for insects. So it's very important. Um, it's one of the most important systems as we uh, develop it as embryos. It really is the mastermind telling things of where to go and how to develop. Uh, what does endocabinoid mean? And endo means within. Uh, exo means outside. So endo is inside, like the endocrine system. Uh, and cannabis or cannabinoid means molecules that are similar to the molecules that are found in the cannabis plant. So we have a whole body system within our body that binds molecules that are very similar to the cannabis plant. Uh, we'll, we're going to have another episode about what our endocannabinoids are, these products that we naturally make, 2-AG and AEA or anatomide. Uh, but right now we're just going to want to talk about what the endocannabinoid system is as, as a 30,000 foot view, kind of an overview about it. So we have this whole system uh, that we've relatively new that we're just figuring out and we're just doing a lot of research on. Um, and what's its goal? What is it doing? So its goal is to maintain homeostasis. Yet another buzzword in the cannabis and CBD space that a lot of people throw around. But what does it mean? It just means harmony. It means that our body likes to have a steady state. Uh, and the best example that I give to a lot of my patients, a lot of people are the thermostat and the air conditioner in your house. You set your thermostat to a certain temperature, let's say 75 degrees. And as the temperature, we're in summer, so if the temperature increases above 75 degrees, your thermostat tells your air conditioner to kick on and to bring the temperature back down and stay at 75 degrees. Now that's homeostasis. That is the level that you want your house to be at. Now let's extrapolate that to the human body. Our body is has an onslaught daily, nightly, minute by minute, second by second of an onslaught of 
stimulus from the outside world, from the inside world, from light, touch, sensation, everything. It's a dynamic environment. Everything is trying to move us away from a certain set point. And the endocabinoid system is charged. It's considered our supercomputer. And it's charged with making sure that our body is functioning in a dynamic environment that's ever-changing. It's functioning at its highest level and its most comfortable level. Uh, and the endocabinoid system is responsible for having a, you know some type of hand in the process of everything from pain to appetite, sensation, inflammation, uh, thermoregulation, thermoregulation uh, mood, energy, sex, uh, motivation, reward, muscle, stress. It is a very, very vast and reaching system, and we're only learning about it, you know, at, at, as comparatively, we really don't know much about it as we do of the nervous system, the cardiovascular system, the pulmonary system. So we are just learning vast amounts of information about this system every day. Every day there's a new published article. Um, but it's important to realize that this endocabinet system is something that we uh, it's very that we've been born with and it just continues to evolve in our knowledge of how integrated it is with every other body system uh, it is made up of two receptors the cb1r and the cb2r uh, their names are just representative when they were discovered the cb1 receptor was discovered first so it's number one and cb2 is discovered second now, there's a whole lecture that we'll do uh, just about those receptors, but basically the CB1 is, for the most part, found in the central nervous system, uh, in the brain, and the CB2 receptors are found more in the peripheral or on the immune system and kind of on the organs. Um, there are pretty much every organ in your body has one of the CB1 or CB2 receptors on it, uh, and that's why a lot of uh, companies make the claims of inflammation for uh, CBD because there are a lot of CB2 receptors on the immune system, so it can quell immune system response and help with inflammation. But what I try and talk about is how vast this system is and how complex it is. And not only is the endocabinoid system made of its own transmitters, its neurotrans, its endocabinoids, 2-AG and anatomide, but also there are other systems outside of the endocabinoid system that we've known about for years that we're just finding that actually bind and have activity to our naturally produced endocabinoids. There are capsaicin receptors, which are uh, bind the capsaicin protein, which is found in uh, peppers, which is part of the pain, you know, helps with pain alle alleviation. Opioid receptors, serotonin receptors, um, receptors on the on the nucleus call uh, uh, that that help. Uh, change gene expression. Uh, so now we have, we're finding these receptors that we didn't even know were part of the endocabinoid system. We're finding that these, that they have activity, not just to the CBD that we take exogenously or from an outside source, but actually endogenously these particles and these, in these neurotransmitters that we make are binding there too. Uh, this comp, this complex system is just ever evolving. And it was only after, uh, Dr. Ralph Metroleum and in 1964 discovered THC that we were actually able to work backwards and find that THC binds these receptors. And then they, you know, use radio, radio dyed isotopes and were able to backtrack and see where they're binding. And they saw these large, huge collections of uh, receptors in the brain. And then they were able to find that actually binds C, you know, CBD, THC bind to all these other receptors. But 
it's important to realize that when you take a cannabis substance, CBD, uh, hemp, THC, we're having reactions to it. You're having psychological, you're having relaxation, you're having any type of any type of effect is because there are receptors that our body already makes that respond to these substances. And it's important to realize that we were born with this and it's ever changing and it needs, it needs to be kept healthy. And we'll talk about, um, endocannabinoid system dysfunction and how do you burn through your endocannabinoids? Uh, you know, our daily Western life of eating too much and eating the wrong things and being sedentary and getting bad sleep and staring at screens all day. Um, how does that burn through your endocannabinoid system? Cause the system is consistently working minute to minute, second to second to keep our body in its natural state of homeostasis. And it goes from anywhere from innervating in the hormones to cardiovascular. Uh, and anyone that's ever used cannabis or CBD can tell you that there's certain effects with these, with these, with cannabis products, you feel it when you use cannabis or when you use CBD, that's because those receptors are located on specific organs and specific neurons and specific places in your brain. Um, there is some reports that, uh, uh, historians believe that cannabis is a big part of why uh, reproduction was able to happen when we were, you know, still evolving on the plains of Africa because childbirth back then was, uh, is, and still is, is very painful, but they didn't have the common medications to really help women along with their birth. So they theorized that women uh, ate cannabis tinctures or used the flour, used the oil after childbirth in order to forget and relax after having a baby so they can do it again. Um, or after a long day of hunting or being chased by a predator, uh, using cannabis in order to forget and to relax of what just happened so you can get up the next day and do it again. Um, cannabis is very intertwined uh, with us as humans, and it's because we have receptors in our body that bind it. It's very important to realize that. Um, it, so the main the main points for the endocannabinoid system is, is it just regulates homeostasis. Okay. And it has vast functions and we're still learning about it. But, uh, this is just a quick cliff notes version of what the endocannabinoid system is. It's very important to build upon this. And the next couple episodes, we'll talk about what the endogenous receptors, uh, the CB1 and CB2 are. And they're actually finding that there are other receptors as a CB3 receptor. There's some published data that, that this is an elusive receptor that they're still trying to figure out and they think they found it. And also, what are the neurotransmitters and the endocannabinoids that our body makes that actually hit these receptors and make them work? Um, and we'll touch on that. But thank you for listening. Appreciate all the views and all the listens. Please like, please subscribe, please share this. Um, if you have any comments, if you want to be interviewed, uh, please let us know. We're, we're filling up fast for interviews, so we'd love to have you on our podcast. And we'd love just to continue to bring you guys content. Thank you.